Welcome to the latest episode of Platform. Today, we're going to be talking to Tomek Shibalik. Now, Tomek is probably one of the most recognizable skaters in Poland at the moment. He is riding for USD and Head and Skate. He, last year or the year before, I think it was the year before, he had a pro wheel from Gods and he was on their pro team for, I think it was a year or two, but now he's jumped back to USD. So we're going to ask him about that. He's also really well known in the competition circuit. He regularly competes at fees and other European events like Winter Clash. And he's been to the last two or three Bladen Cups, I think it is. So he's quite prominent in that. And he puts out quite a lot of footage. In the last four months alone, he's put out two Sway promos. And when he got on Gods, I think he released something like two edits in the first four months or three edits in the first six months, something like that. Basically, he's got a ton of footage out there on both street and park. And he's really active in his local scene as well. I think he's involved with the Polish Championships and Roll Fest. Um, he also rides for Blade Club. So going to ask him a little bit about that. Basically, ton of stuff to find out about him. Find out why he went from Gods back to USD. And yeah, just catch up, see what his plans are for the year. Before we do that, though, cue the music. Yes, I'm ready. Nice one. <laughs> you've, uh, been, you've been rushing about all day, Tom. I guess it like you seem you seem like you've been hurried today. You're like, oh, I'm running about. Uh, a little bit. I was in shopping and yeah, just organizing some stuff around the city. And then today is the Wednesday session, so this is the only day when we can skate a little bit on the local park because normally everything is closed. So it's just like you know, I just have to. You know, be on time everywhere because okay. we have, no. So, so the indoor park's open. Yeah, it's not open, but uh, the thing is that uh, me, Piotrek, uh, one lady from Poland, Patricia, Naida, and uh, one guy, Christian Zarzeczny, we are in the Polish national team. We could say that this is like official uh, from Polish sports government and everything. It's like. We are kind of, we could say that in Poland, professional athletes. Everybody knows that we are not making a lot of money on it or on anything. But um, the, the thing is, we have an official paper that we are in the Polish national team and right. uh, we can skate. So that's the only reason why I can skate. And normally everything is closed, all the gym, all the skate parks and everything, like everywhere probably. <laughs> right, okay. Is that the is that the park that you filmed the, the Montre? Uh, Sway promo one. Yeah, yeah, that's the park. There's a local park like 10 minutes from my house. Right, okay. Yeah, that's a nice local park to have. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's good. It's good, I know. Um, right, in, in preparation for this, I couldn't figure out how to pronounce your second name. So I looked it up on Google and then I confirmed it with AJ Stein from uh, Blade Club. Okay. And I guessed it was Shibalik. Is that right? Pshibalik. So P before the sh and it's perfect. Pshibalik. Yeah. I'm, it's kind of hard I'm, to pronounce. I'm close. I'm close. No problem. You know, oh. I was on the international contest anywhere and people even was like, Tomek, 
Uh, Tomek from Poland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I know it. I know it. Yeah, that's yeah. I've got a weird second name as well. So yeah, whenever I go anywhere, people are always like Makana, Makana, Nap, Nap. Not even trying that one. So yeah, I, I understand yeah. that that pain well. Um, you've been busy on the promos. So in the last four months, you've released two promos: one for the F- Chris Farmer sway and one for the Montreux sway. Yeah, yeah. We actually I film a lot because uh, the last year, 2020, was like. You know, every single year before we were just traveling, like me personally, um, I was traveling a lot around the world, like uh, for the contest, for just filming and just to meet with some crews and just to skate everywhere, you know, how it, how it is. And uh, then after Winter Clash 2020, the lockdown came out and I was like, I was like, what's happening? Like I was thinking even it's not real, it's going to end soon. And now, one year later, we are still here and it's changing a little bit, but nothing special. So the thing is, I was just focusing the everything here. I was, I, just, I was just focused to make some project here, to film on the streets a little bit, to film on the, on the parks, because always when I'm traveling, I'm like not focusing too much on, on the, you know, filming, but more, more like skating with people and hanging out and or even if it's the contest, you don't have any, like too much opportunities to film, or maybe if you have somebody to film you, then it's okay. But if you're doing your run, it's not possible. So this year I was like, let's skate here. Let's just do some stuff, you know, locally around Poland and travel as much Poland as possible. And yeah, it seems to, it was cool. I filmed something and, you know, (laughs) you just have to go forward (laughs) and it's weird times. Yeah, because it so seems like it seems like instead of traveling and competing in all these different countries, you've decided to stay at home and get really productive and just film loads yeah. of footage. But that's the one point. But the other point is, I really, I'm like, I'm calling myself a little bit adrenaline junkie because I really love the like big competitions and big mega ramp shows or stuff like that because. Not even that I'm skating there the best, but the feeling which I'm getting there is like the different uh, like feeling when I'm going to skate a little bit on the local park or something, you know, and I just love it. And okay. I try to recreate that feeling with something else, but you know, it's not kind of possible. Like rollerblading is giving you a lot of emotions and everything, but it's still, it's hard. If you're traveling and you love to travel and see new places and, you know, meet new people and everything, then it's kind of sad that you cannot do it but you know yeah, yeah understandable yeah um so you got back on usd last year what are what's your position on the team like am um, flow pro what's like do you have a position on the team how does it work um <laughs> yeah, and actually i'm not not sure what is my position i'm just um you know i was skating for usd long time before before gods yeah i thought that yeah like long time before that i was skating ramps but then only usd like not even different skates and then because gods is still power slide so you know they are a little bit connected like it's frankie but it's still like uh, some some of the i i don't really know how the business works but um, i don't i don't think anyone is, understands what's going yeah. on between gods and power <laughs> slide the yeah. the, when i was skating for usd the the boss of usd matthias told me like if i'm interested they are looking some for somebody 
to you know promote the gods goats in gods in Poland, uh, not in Poland in Europe. So they in uh, like invite uh, Michael Prado to the team and they invite me, and uh, I was like, yeah, it's just uh, different. Like I you know that was the pro status. That's what that what they gave me. You know, pro in God's team. It wasn't of course it wasn't like the like the dream deal of, of whatever you know how it is in road dating but still it was like kind of making better my situation and i was like why not let's try different skates i never skate them but let's see how it's gonna work and if it's gonna be bad i will just leave it and i told matthias straight away that if i didn't like if i would not like the skates i would I have to, you know, just don't skate it because uh, that's the, the the most important thing. So I tried them. I tried uh, two pairs because I was Frankie ones and then the Michael Prado ones. And I was skating on these skates, I think, I think one year or one and a half, something like that. Like yeah, for sure. Yeah, one I think it was just over season. a year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was good. I, my, I, they made the pro wheel for me, so I was super proud and super happy of that. And then, but then I was super missing my flat setup on Aeons, you know, because the I, I couldn't find my perfect frame for the flat setup on God skates because the skates, you know, they they wasn't bad. They just low, and uh, if somebody liked that kind of skates like carbons and stuff, it's perfect. But for me, I have to have a little bit more uh, uh, support, you know, on the calf and a little bit higher calf. It's better for me. And also the frame from Aeon 60. I was like super yeah. in love to, you know, just skate flat on the perfect frame like that. And I was trying slim lines, even symmetrics, even old school Kaiser streamline something, you know, which one? The, the yeah, black yeah. one, like totally old school. And... I couldn't find the best uh, the best stuff, so I was like, let's skate a little bit on the gods more. But then when the fi because I was basically I was kind of thinking about the contest. I went to the feast Saudi Arabia on this god skates, and this is the the biggest park what I ever seen. You know, feast parks are the biggest. So I was like, yeah, let's skate. But that was warm and everything was like big and huge, and I was feeling that the skates are not stable like when you're skating on this kind of like big obstacles you need something hard boot and which you know hold your feet strong and protected and that one was like more me personally my opinion is the god skates and this carbon stuff and this i know uh carlos bernal for example he's killing it in carbons and he's like pff, totally madness on the carbons but for me I could use them for the technical box stuff or the P-Rail or, you know, sessions like that. But then on the skate parks and on the runs, I was like, cannot find my frame. It's not that supportive how I need. And yeah, I had to change it. So I mailed them like really kind that I kind of have to, you know, leave it, but super thank you and everything. So I moved to USD with kind of, yeah, with the good, still good uh, connection with Matthias and everything. No, you know, no problems. And I didn't, I wasn't like, yeah, fuck it. I don't like it. <laughs> of course, it's not about that. We are all like, we are all friends and we're talking to each other. And it's like, I had to change it because I love to skate and I wasn't enjoying uh, my skating on this skate. So, but, you know, probably some people can do it, but 
it's not for me. I see Frankie is ripping around Miami like all the rails are, you know, <laughs> done. Everything no, but he is... can he can pretty much skate anything. So that's yeah. I think yeah, I think yeah. You can give him the skates from the supermarket and he will kill it. Probably. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the there was a video when I was starting skating like. 2005 or 2000 so maybe this video was like 2008 or something but the white uh, rams remedies open shell promo from conor o'brien that they sent him the skates but they were destroyed destroyed yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 they were like shot and stuff like that yeah so you can skate everything you know you can but you know you're still certain skates benefit yeah. you better like I, I know what you mean like certain skates are just so, better for so, ramp skating because you can get more speed and yeah yeah it's so that was my like the main point like you said you can but if you like to do something else and you can but you can change it nobody yeah. holds you you know that's that's quite interesting that you got hooked up with gods like on the power slide side because i thought you know, maybe, I don't know, like Frankie or someone out there decided because well, it's kind of weird that Michael Prado quit USD, went to another company and then came back to basically skate for Gods, which is a power slide company. So he quit power slide, skated for another brand and then skates for power slide again. Uh, yeah, because he was skating triggers. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. Uh, yeah. I forget about it. I forget. Why, about it, why yeah. quit the company if you're just going to rejoin it for a different yeah you know it's just uh man when i was uh doing when i was like hooked up with the gods i was uh also like uh organizing a little bit on the gods instagram page like i was right. posting stuff for a while and stuff but the thing is when i was a skater and the guy who was doing it i couldn't uh, you know it was like too much. I was too much inside. I would be better like be outside, just skate and don't care about anything. I don't want to know any connections. Who is responsible for that? Who is? I just do my job and no problems. And there, it was like here and there some like you know it's just weird stuff you know. No, nah, <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, I, I I don't. That's what I want to say is I just don't want to go inside to this business area because that's not my you know it's not my deal like. Yeah, just it's not for skate. yeah, it's not yeah. for everyone. Some people just want to yeah, just do the sport. Yeah, yeah that's fair enough. A lot of a lot of them wants, but I don't. <laughs> if you um, know less, you sleep better. You know. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair, yeah, my grandpa that, was always saying that. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, so you don't really like yeah, it's not official what where you are with USD. They're just hooking you up yeah. with skates at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Right now it's not official. They're helping me a little bit with, like, they're giving me the skates. How much do I need? And yeah, I have some deals. But there is, like, nothing official. Like, for sure, no pro status. Um, but yeah, I'm just working, like, trying to promote it in Poland. Mostly I'm trying to enjoy my skating, like, on Aeons again, you know, like, because it's still, I changed it, like, how on the. I think that was even a few months ago, like not maybe my or something. So almost a year, but yeah, it was, it's still different, you know, different skates. I'm still trying to, you know, feel them <laughs> how much as possible. And also I have these new wheels, like 
metalcore Apex wheels for the skate parks, and it's totally different. Like I'm feeling like I have totally new stuff I don't even know. You know, this the the, the wheels are super like grippy. Like you can curve everywhere. It's like it just grip like so super sticky to the floor. So it's kind of good for the skate parks and just testing the stuff, you know. And yeah, that's what I want to say that um, kind of working on USD with USD, like when there is a new product, I kind of asking if I can test it or right now even they, they ask me and they send it to me like with Montres and we did the, the video. That's what I was wondering. It's just because, working like that. Yeah. We are working like the like the projects, you know. I have the idea, so I can give them the idea. Let's do it. I have the idea for the video, and let's let's fix it somehow. Let's sort it out. And most likely, they up to my ideas because I'm not messaging them like, yeah, I need that much money for, and I will go to Barcelona. No, no, no. It's not like that. I will just say I need some money, and I will do the project. We will promote this case. We will do this photo, and I will do this and that. And then they can say, okay, okay, we can deal. So I have some, you know. It's just we just deal. You know? Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're mainly skating aeons, but then whenever they need you to make a promo for like the two sway skates, then you put them on to do that. Kind of, but at the beginning of this, uh, like uh, 2020, uh, they asked me even because they asked me that everybody is on lock. That was the beginning of my sway journey, I could say. Right. Everybody from the USD Pro team was on lockdown, and only Poland seems like you could skate somewhere. Like Eugen told me, like, hey, I see you skating a little bit. Sam Cross also told me, like, everything is closed here. Like, we cannot skate, we cannot film. So maybe we would send you some skates and you can do something with them. And yeah, also that we have this, because the farmer promo was with uh, Goofy, the guy from Poland too, you know, this guy. So yeah, I also said to Sam like, yeah, I could do that, but I have super idea that we can do it with Goofy. And maybe because he also skating for USD, but this is a different deal. He's dealing like with Powerslate Polska, Powerslate Poland, you know different stuff I, I i don't even know how is the deal looking but still i told them that yeah we have this other rider from usd so maybe we can do the promo together because he's like killing it so let's do it and they were like super cool they sent us the skates and that was the like kind of beginning of the journey because normally i didn't skate sways i was like changing girls to skate aeons straight away but then I was skating chaos and then they asked me for this. So I did it and I kind of like the sways. So again, you know, I start to skate on the sways a little bit. And during the summertime, a lot of street skating. So I skate a lot of uh, sways with anti-rocker and uh, I like it. I like it. But now winter came and I got new aeons and, you know, flat setup. I'm just sitting on my indoor park. But right now it's not even possible to skate yeah. there. So. All right. Okay. Um, so apart from making promos for them for skates, is there anything else that they like require you to do? Like, do you have any conditions as a result of getting free products? Like, do they, do they have anything? They like, I don't know, a certain amount of edits a year or a certain amount of, I don't know, social media posts, stuff like that. Um, actually in this moment, there is nothing like that because like I said, we are not officially like, you know, yeah nothing is signed i don't know we're just talking and also we are like because the head and skate the shop from poland is the like 
distributor. I don't know if this is the good word. Distributor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like distributor, distributor for, for, for Poland. Yeah, it's distributor for Parasite for I don't know if all Europe or something like that. And also, I'm a little bit dealing with Mirek from Head and Skate, and you know, we are just trying to connect it all. But normally, I don't have uh, stuff like you have to do three posts here. Uh, three posts a month, like video or something or something. Like there was something like that in God's, but now when I'm not like, you know, getting money every month, uh, like the, the salary and stuff, so then now it's, it's nothing like that. Uh, but I'm more, get, more like see. I told you, I'm trying to do this, like, uh, like the projects. Like I try to do something with Miro to promote it with our... Uh, like product from PowerSlide to promote it in Poland with the, because we have a lot of kids in the like a lot of schools uh, you know the, the the blading schools so basically when I'm like I'm teaching kids I'm an instructor so when I'm going there with the new product they're all interested and they're asking and everything so we are trying to make it like just you know just um, how can I say that like you, like just like, like just promoting the brand, yeah, promoting the band, brand promoting to the kids the brand, when you're yeah. when you're teaching them, yeah. I could say projectly or something like that, you know. Yeah, um. So you were getting a salary when you were on Gods. Yeah, yeah. I think every pro rider from Gods skates have this salary. Like this, there is a like a stuff what you have to do, and USD too. Probably they have this deal was... like a stuff what you have to do, and then, but yeah. uh, it's yeah. Like I was going to ask that because I've I've heard a rumor about some of the conditions for pros on gods. So I was wondering if you could tell me what were the conditions when you were a pro on gods? Because <laughs> no, there's no, one there's know. one of them there's one of them I've heard that I think sounds pretty intense. Yeah, <laughs> for real. No, I've I've um, heard that they asked their pros to try and film an edit a month or an edit every two months, and that's quite that seems like a lot um you know actually the i can say that this is not true like uh, that's right. for sure i can say this is not true the thing is about the full edit you can do it's not like one a month but it's you can do maximum three or four a year so it's uh, more like oh, that. Right. So, so three right. or four so, paid edits for a year or something like that so you, had, you had to have a minimum of four sections a year uh, I think I think it depends on you how much you want to make money on it because for the all this like for this kind of section you can get paid. So if you make four, you can get paid. But if you make like one, you get paid once. So, but if yeah. it's good and there is some conditions, what has to be, you know, done in like not in the video, but like how it should look like. What should we promote? What are you doing? And yeah, but, you, but you're not going to tell me what any of these conditions are. Nah, no, no, <laughs> I don't know if I can, you know, how it is. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? Yeah. No, but I, I can tell I, I will tell you that this is simple. Like, we for me, I received a deal that, um, I, I don't even remember how much was it, but that was like four. <clears throat> I cannot tell you right now. I don't want to make anybody mistake, but it was something. It's not about the full video, full profile, like you said, like one month, every single one. But no, no, no. It's more like 
every single month you have to be active on instagram so at least three maybe tricks um, one lifestyle photo one setup photo but not every month because you're not changing skates every month and it's more like that but i'm actually i even i would like to tell you but i forget the details like, like I mean, the, yeah i don't i don't think that's but unreasonable some points, like supporter package some other package and some other package and you can get this much amount of money and that amount of money and that amount of money for stuff. But this yeah. is just, you have to be active and you have to do stuff because I guess that's from the, like back in the days or something when I don't know if USD was paying like more to the skaters or stuff and they didn't do stuff. So maybe they protecting themselves. Like, Oh yeah. Just... There's, yeah. There's a massive Probably, history you know, of brands. You know how giving, it was. Yeah. Brands yeah, used to give loads of skaters. Yeah like skates wheels frames and they wouldn't do anything in return they'd film nothing so yeah it makes yeah. sense um like yeah the social media thing makes sense like putting up you know the odd clip and stuff like that but when someone told me that it, it was suggested that they had to film sections that frequently i was like you know if you live in california or barcelona that's not a problem but if you live anywhere else and still, if you live in California and Barcelona and you have nothing else to do, then you can do it. Yeah, like if you do, yeah, if you do have a job, you if, you, if you have a job, that, that just makes it even harder, yeah. No, it's not possible, I think, even. <laughs> like one section a month? Oh, man, 12 sections a year? Crazy. I mean, there was that terrifying period when Frankie was releasing a new street section every month or every two months. Yeah. He did he did that for like almost two years straight. That was insane. And they were there was there was the time like that. They were good as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's possible. All of them, they, they were crazy. Yeah. yeah, but he's he's a bit of a machine. So I don't I don't really think that many people yeah. could do that. Yeah. Robot. Um, what were you gonna say? A robot. He's a uh, robot. Yeah, he is a bit of a robot. Yeah. Also, considering how old he's in, his like, I'm sure he's in his late thirties now, and he's still, yeah, he's still. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, well. I think around 35, 34. I think so he's older. I'm sure he's older than that. Older. I think he's in his late thirties. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. Well, you're not going to tell me any more about the gods thing, so we'll move on from that. Um. Ask you've been whatever you want, but I'm, I don't remember everything. Right. Know? Okay. Cool. Um. So you've been skating, you've been competing in fees now for quite a few years. How many how many years have you been doing that for? Mm, man, I can. Hmm, I don't really know how 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 many years I'm doing fees because like last year I didn't do fees and two years ago I did only one stop like Montpellier, and but before like two years ago in 2018 I think I. I like kind of stopped a little bit with this and then 2019 I'm more fo- I was only in Montpellier and focused more about street skating and then I get the pro wheel and everything so I just leave this a little bit um, but before I think my first fees was 2016 that was Montpellier France and I didn't score anything I just went out from the like to the finals so that was the my like you know it was perfect for me like uh super i was super happy and then 2017 i placed in china and budapest i was 17 or 18 so something like that you know but i think i started in 2016 and uh uh yeah till 2018 two years of like full every single feast even what was happening i was there okay so hiroshima Montpellier, Budapest, and uh, China. That was the one year. 
and I placed on two of them. So I was super happy. I was third, but yeah, you know. Thirds, you know, who you're competing against, I'm, third is still impressive. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm super happy with that. Yeah. That's a stacked group of, yeah, like some of the world's best park skaters. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Crazy one. Yes. These guys are. So, do you get the, do you get the full fees treatment? Do you get the accommodation paid for and stuff like that? Like, yeah. Yeah, man. Eve, uh, the fees is like do- doing really good job with that because. I totally didn't expect that. I was just going to fees and everything you just do, you know, to, because a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't want to compete in that because those crazy skaters and I, I'm, I have no chance. And I am the same, but I like to do like challenges and it's just going to get you more, it's just going to get you better, you know, it's just making progress. So I was like, mm. I was like, yeah, let's just try. And let's see. But what was the question? I just lost myself. Um, Sorry. Because I've I've heard that like some people that compete in fees get you know their flights paid for, ah, yeah, yeah. their accommodation so, yeah. paid for. So it's basically getting to see the world for free. So yeah, basically I was going to Montpellier by myself, and uh, yeah, they organized the hotel, so that was the big support from their side. And uh, Montpellier, I didn't went to good or you know just make to, make it to the finals or something, and like top 10 or something, so nothing special. But then I was in touch with Johan from FIS and everything. And we went to, I went to Budapest um, and Budapest, I placed third and I didn't even know. I just expect that third place, it was like 1,200 euros or something. And I was a super, I was super happy being there, winning that money. I was like, yeah, super. And then they told me, you have the tickets to China and hotel in China and everything for the next fees. And I'm like, oh, are you serious? For real? And top top five people from the event before is going to the next event like that. Like they paying for the flights, for accommodation and for food. Everything is sorted out. That's yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like, yeah, get so you don't even have to get on the just, podium. You don't even need top three. If you in top yeah. five, they pay for you to go to the next event. That's that's really top five to top five they pay you to go to next event and they pay top 12 people to you know everybody who is in finals is getting paid like even 12th guy 12th guy is getting some 100 or 200 euros like for real right okay right so yeah so, it's just, so basically know, if you make that. it into the finals you get some money you can just Calm down, think about your run and just go yellow. If not, you are, you know, you are still have something. That's but no, the point is like, I was super happy to do that. Like when they gave me the ticket to China and everything, I was like, what's happening? It's, this is amazing. So then I got to do this twice. Like once they gave me to China and in China I was third and I won the tickets to Montpellier again and accommodation and everything. Right. So twice, twice they gave it to me. Um, I've got something to ask you about Montpellier, but we'll, we'll get onto that in a minute. First, I want to know is what's it? Some of those events have a lot of people at them. Like some of the some of the crowds are really big. What's that like? Like skating in front of that many people because that that's got to be quite intense. Because there's, yeah. there's very few other events where the the crowd is that big. Like Winter Clash, Winter Clash isn't really the same because it kind of feels like the crowd is part of the event there. Whereas yeah. in fees, it feels like it's just all these people around you just watching you. So what's, yeah, and the what's main that like? 
the main difference also is like on Winter Clash, you have like 2,000 people watching, but there's only bladers almost. Yeah. And Feast is like normal people from Montpellier just walking around because every year in their city, there's big extreme sports festival, which is happening. So they just, you know, visiting that. But about Feast and the crowd is like the, the main, the biggest event, I think, is the Montpellier one. They're doing it like for like 20 something years. And I'm if I'm... If I'm right, I could say there was like 20,000 people in one day. They, they counted like in one day in Montpellier, like going around and, you know, coming back, you know, like just moved around 20,000 people there. And even on the like, you know, it wasn't like a final day or something. And then the next day it was even more and more. I was reading like there is some statistics about that, but I don't really know. I don't remember that, but that was like the biggest crowd I ever seen. And of course, it's just it's different because normally it's not like that. But also, like I told you, I'm kind of adrenaline junkie, and I'm like, I'm super cool with this feeling. I'm not feeling anything special. Like, I don't care about these people. I don't want to sound bad, but I'm in my focus zone, and I'm just going. You know, I'm just here, and I'm just me and the skate park and the judges and the guy who is saying my name. Like you go, and then I'm thinking only about that. <laughs> I know what you mean. So you don't you don't let it affect you too much that there's that many people yeah, watching. But what when I when I even think about it for a second and just turn around, I'm getting crazy. You know, it's just yeah. like, oh, and what what's gonna happen when I'm gonna miss my first trick? Man, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like you're super worrying about that, and I'm like, so yeah, just trying to don't care about it because it can only. Yeah, maybe some people can use it as a power, but I'm just trying to turn off everything and focus on that. Yeah, that's different. That's, I think that would be. But like on Winter Clash, it's different because the people even are on skate park, and that's yeah. a different feeling. And I love it. When I was like a young kid, which was watching like uh, Winter Clash, some edits like 2005 or something, that was like, I was like, man, when I'm going to be a good rollerblader, I would love to do some tricks on winter clash and people to catch me and like shout my name and everything that was like the, my dream when i was a kid like not the dream you know but i was like super super want to do it and then once i also was lucky to play second on the winter clash and people was like getting crazy that yeah was and I've, I've, winter I've, clash I've, is the best feeling i love winter clash I've, I've seen people with like the the go tomo banners at winter clash so you you basically yeah. you have had that experience the thing that you wanted when you were a kid you've experienced i got it <laughs> that's pretty cool that was it um see when you're not competing at the fees like you guys obviously do you get a lot of free time um yeah that's the point like that's the thing when it's it's not that much free time you know yeah. it's just more like you are we are calling it fist bubble <laughs> because when you're going to for example hiroshima japan you want to sightsee and everything you want to see everything but still you have three days like one day to warm up and train one day to like uh, semi-finals or even qualifications, then semi-finals and then finals. It's like three full days of like busy schedule. So we were like, I was trying every time when I was anywhere, I was trying to sightseeing and see stuff, but it's not that much how you go to, for example, to Japan and, you know, to visit stuff, to visit, uh, you know, places and buy souvenirs and everything. You just have to think 
when do I have two hours to go around from this park to the city center? Maybe eat something, see something, and then, yeah, maybe Sunday when it's free day, but not always Sunday is free. Sometimes Sunday is like a finals and Monday you're going home. So, you know, when you have a flight, it's still that you don't want to go around the city. You just want to, you know, if you have a flight in a few hours, you want to be on the airport to check in your stuff and don't even think about anything else. But I... There is time. You can sightsee, you can check stuff, you can, you know, enjoy the, the trip to the different country. But it's not like holidays. It's more like sport event. I, I would say this is like a sport discipline, like yeah, doing sports stuff. And I thought that. I didn't, just I didn't imagine you guys had too much free time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you have free time at the evening, but you have to be super fresh for the morning so you know. can't, yeah can't party too much i've heard i've heard you're a bit of a, a wild man tomic i've heard you you do like to party uh, yeah you know um, right now for i think i'm not drinking like one year or something like i didn't drink right. alcohol like nothing but then before when i was like 18 and starting to like winning some competitions in Poland, <laughs> I was in high school man i was partying a lot yes i love it like i loved it now I have, I'm not partying actually too much. I'm partying when I'm with my friends, Some like uh, not one year, sorry. I was drinking alcohol on the Roll Fest this year in ho on holidays because we met like uh, every, not every single guy, but every crew from Poland, they came to the tree city. This is the seaside. And um, we were just partying there and skating for five days. And at the end there was a competition, so. So I party there once, <laughs> but normally yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm chilled. But I was, yeah, I was partying and I was even, the one funny story is about the party that, because I checked your podcast with Josh Głowicki and uh, Josh was kind of not living in Katowice, but I met him here a few times when I was just like, you know, starting my like journey with the skating and I was just starting to coming to visit guys from head on skating Katowice because I'm, I was living in 40 kilometers from here. And once me and my friend went to the party to Katowice from our small city. And then I was, I was like 18 or 20 maybe. And I was in the middle of uh, like dance floor, like, you know, <laughs> getting crazy Friday night. And then I see Fritz and Josh and I'm like, Hey, we are not on the blading party, like what's happening here? And I just came to them like, what's up guys, what's up? And we were super happy, like, yeah, they went to the party because the, that was the times when Josh also was like partying a little bit more and they were traveling around Europe and he was with Fritz and when we met like, yeah, bladers, what's up? And that was super cool, you know? So, so you just yeah. randomly bumped into them in like a bar or a club or something yeah, like that? In a, yeah, okay. in a club, like on the dance floor. <laughs> it was 100 people and then there's Josh and it freaks, you know. I'm that's, like, yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, so, yeah. I was asking, I was talking to AJ Stein about you from uh, Blade Club and he told me, he told me some things to ask you about. He told me to ask you what happened with the French at Fees in Montpellier. With what? With the French. He I said really don't know. He said something happened between you and the French at Fees Montpellier, maybe in 2018. He said it was the first time he met you. He first time met me. Hmm, no. 
I don't really know. I I don't know. Maybe he know the story and maybe it's funny, but I really don't know what was that. Okay. I think it's. And do you know? <laughs> so nothing. That's he wouldn't. That's what was annoying me. He wouldn't give me details. He just said, "Ask Tomek what happened between with the French at Fees and Montpellier." So I didn't know if something happened with the French skaters or I don't know. I don't really know, man. I really, I think there was nothing special, um, like nothing important because I don't remember it. Maybe AJ knows something special. I don't know really. I'm not sure. Like, what is he talking about? Okay, so We're nothing, ask happened, nothing happened the weekend you met you met AJ for the first time. No, I met AJ, and I don't remember anything special about what, what was happening there. Maybe he's gonna kill me for that. I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I maybe I don't remember something important. You know. Well, I asked asked him for stories about you, and he said there's a bunch that Tomek isn't going to want to talk about that I can't tell you. But then he he gave me a list of ones that he thinks you can talk about. So I've got more here. He wants me to ask you about uh, going to Illinois with Farmer. <laughs> yeah, that was the good one. What, so what happened there? Yeah, there was like actually nothing special happened there. It was just a beautiful trip to America with was my. This, was this when you guys went there to do like demos or uh, like uh, things with kids or something like that, or classes or was? Uh, no, no, no. That, that no. was the you know. I was first time I was in USA like in 2018 and I make like crowdfunding uh, project like that I want to go to blading cup and I'm like kind of one of the best bladers from Poland and you know I spread it around on the internet and people paid for that so I went there for that and the next year I earned the money for my trip and I went again but also AJ support me a little bit with blade club because he's also every month he's supporting me so shout out to AJ. AJ, thank you very much for everything also. But yeah, we went to, like, we planned the Illinois, it was McHenry, McHenry Skate McHenry, Park. Yeah, yeah. 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 AJ's, it was AJ's more like, like a, local skate park. It was more like a session with the pros from Blade Club. So that was me and the uh, farmer was invited because he's, I don't know, he's friends with AJ and he's living like, you know, he came by plane. So it was like one and a half hour. Uh, for him to come from Minnesota to Illinois and then I went there from Poland I took my girl and we were just spending time with Farmer and AJ and uh, in the house of Ego I don't know if you know this guy Ego Nab uh, they, they're doing the page um, uh, CBD Chicago Bladers something chicago something bladers like crew there's a bunch of bladers from chicago and illinois and they have this instagram i will send you later because i don't know the name right now but there we were staying in his place in ego's place so shout out to ego as well and uh, we were just skating every day aj organized it and uh, we were just filming the aj street project which is not online yet <laughs> street project so as in there's there's a video like a to come video. from okay. i've seen the trailer of full video with all the name of the pros but there was no project so aj we're waiting for that when when was this when did you guys go there and film that was that one uh, it was not 2020 november but it was 2019 november so he's been sitting on that footage for well over a year I think AJ, was... aj needs to get to work I think he was uh, planning to go to more places because he was not. He was also filming in Bangkok. Somebody 
he was in Japan a little bit and he was filming everybody everywhere and tried to connect it. But then, you know, everything kind of, you know, COVID came. And yeah, that's just true. It, you know, I don't really know what's happening <laughs> with the world right now. That's fair enough. Yeah. Richie Eisler has been working on a full length video for about 10 years. So yeah, I'm sure if AJ's... That's going to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. He asked... He wanted yeah, Illinois to... was a... Oh, what were you going to say? Illinois. 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 Yeah. Illinois was the best place. Like it was... It kind of looked like in Poland, you know, I was going to America and I remember only Los Angeles from last year and I came there and I'm like, oh, it seems like it's kind of similar to Poland, you know, a lot of cornfields and uh, trucks. And, you also know, really like cold in the winter. So, yeah. Winter was strong. I, I went there in November and it was like, you know, 10 degrees or five or something. So yeah. we were freezing. I was prepared for, for LA. So we were there just five days and then we went to LA to Blading Cup and to film on the streets more. Also my, I think that was the, I was filming for my pro wheel promo or something Yeah, because like I remember some of, the, some of the footage was, yeah, in California. And I remember you had, uh, you and Nils were doing those like uh, YouTube videos or like. Yeah, but that was the one from things. the first journey. Ah, the right. me and Nils was the 2018. Um, that was there. When when you were in Illinois, did you have a Chicago pizza? Of course, man. The big uh, deep dish? The, the big fat pizza. Did did oh, you feel yeah. like you were gonna die afterwards, or it was like I was things... feeling that heart attack is coming. You <laughs> yeah, know, those things are strong huge. and fast. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know the thing about me and pizza is I love cold pizza. I just even sometimes I eat like one piece and I wait for them to be colder. And this Chicago deep dish, Illinois. Um, traditional pizza was the best when it was cold. Like I ate it at the morning. I was super, super happy, man. <laughs> I can tell you. Yeah. It's just kind of like lasagna. It's like so... It's yeah, weird, yeah. It's, so it's thick. not happening. Yeah. Like, yeah, have you weird. seen this in Europe before? Like, um, so we don't... I've, I've been to Chicago before and had one and it, it's so heavy. It feels like... If, it having is. one pizza feels like eating four pizzas. Yeah, and we even like ordered like one normal pizza and one this big one, and the big one was like for six people, and we were still couldn't finish it. Still left left for morning. It was like big yeah. heavy stuff, but yeah. I couldn't eat that and go skating. I think it's only for the late night, chilling <laughs> and you know pizza time. Yeah, if you eat those not regularly, before, not yeah. before the feast, before the contest. Yeah, oh, you can't man. do that. Yeah. <laughs> What, what do what do you eat before a contest then what's what's the safe what's the safe meal to eat before skating in a contest you know like straight away before the contest like straight before your run you don't eat anything maybe i have like i'm eating big breakfast and i have prepared like sandwich and some bananas and some nuts and like isotonic drink and water just to not filled up myself and be like oh man i need energy like i have to wait for energy but just to you know you're just trying to stay in the mood when it's you know you're not feeling heavy you're feeling good and you have power because when you don't eat like for example if i few times i didn't i wasn't prepared because you know you you're getting experience so when yeah. You know how it is. So yeah, you I just don't like, you just don't think or you're too excited and you just forget yeah, to eat. Yeah. And for example, after the run, I was like super done. There was like one water, I drink a little bit and uh, I need some sugar and I didn't have nothing. And I'm like, you know, you, you can it's 
it's gonna affect your day after because after this competition, after like a lot of exercises and a lot of stuff like like strong when you're using your body a lot, then you need uh, simple sugar to just kick you a little bit just to make you just to you know equal that stuff you know because you're I don't know how to, it's hard to explain but I was working with the guy from the um, he is from physical education academy and he told me about the nutrition and everything he sent me the diet and everything and he told me like what how the this stuff works and the, after that big big exercises you should just eat like simple sugar so banana apple just drink water or isotonic stuff and you're just gonna go to the normal you know stuff. yeah you need to replenish and the most important that's the, yeah yeah that's the funny and interesting thing that a lot of people probably don't know that but they should know so i'll tell them that after this round for example 50 seconds you shouldn't supposed to eat uh, sit for like one minute or something because everything all the sugars and everything you, you shouldn't just rest because after the run when you're like super super tired and you're going to just sit or even lay down and rest it's not going to help your body like yeah because you well you'll get you'll get like, cramp in your cramp in your yeah, muscles yeah everything is a, it's more about that sugar that the i don't know insulin or something is just it's just going weird with your body when you after exercise because he is super your body is thinking that you're still gonna do something and he's producing some stuff which you don't need now so it's better to stay and you know just feel the muscles that let them live let them just chill a little bit like i think that was 30 seconds or one minute and then you can sit down and chill them more but at the beginning you shouldn't all right so that's like but probably you can read about it a lot like with professional athletes they they always like having this you know support stuff the background like the doctors the nutritionists, the stuff you know yeah we don't so it's just that's that's, that's true um you mentioned that you've been to you've been to bleeding cup twice now is that right 2018 yeah. 2019 was it yes so was it the first one you did with nils or did you do both with nils um uh, but actually, the first one I did with News and uh, the second one too. But the first one I did the trip with News. Like we like talked before and we said, okay, let's go to America, blah blah. Because I was going and I asked him, he was going too. So we just set up that we're gonna stay together and do everything together there. But the second one I wasn't with News. Like he was there, but he was with the ground control crew ah, and. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah, ground control crew. They made a video or something, and I took the I took my girlfriend to California, the second trip, and I even I actually um, engaged to her on the on the beach in Los right. Angeles. Like so after you're engaged. Congratulations. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I have fiance. I know. That's yeah. That's pretty crazy. All right. Okay. So, but it was in the last trip that you filmed clips for your God section. So who filmed the clips in California? My girlfriend a little bit. Um, <laughs> no my friend, okay. my friend who is living in, uh, like he's living in California, but he's from Warsaw, Poland, but he's in the United States like eight years already. And, uh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry, my girlfriend. Adjusting um, the lighting. Your fiance, not your girlfriend. Fiance, sorry, sorry. 
So yeah, I was basically I was staying in my friend's place who is living there, but he's from Warsaw, Poland, and he's just skating there and working. And he filmed a lot for me, and he helped me a lot to show me the spots. He held the car. He is the local kind of, you know, local. Yeah. From Poland, but local LA. <laughs> and uh, he showed me everything, and he took me to the places. Nice one. See the first, the first time you went to Bladen Cup was that the first time you'd been to California? First time, yes. What was that like? Because you know, that's I've been to Poland, and Poland is a lot different to California. And plus, you've got all <laughs> like this, you know, you know, the climate alone, um, the weather basically. Um, so, and plus, then you've obviously got all like the famous skate spots and everything. What was it? What was it like going there for the first time? That must have been quite an experience. Yeah, man, that was like, like I told you before, I did it with crowdfunding, like I made this big post and everything because I was like, that was the time when I was skating a lot. I didn't teach kids too much. I didn't have a job, anything, and I didn't have too much money. I was just working a little bit here and there, but you know, nothing special. And I was like, I want to go to California because that's my dream. I supposed to be there when I was 18. I'm still 26 and I still don't, like, I still couldn't go there so I started to do this like guys from the my friend told me like I should do this people are doing it and it works so I went that way people paid and that was the best experience like I was super super happy how you know sometimes when you go to the place you imagine something and then it's not like you expect you know it's worse or something but the California was even better I was like super excited I came there and I was like it's the best. I want to stay here. You know, it's like it's it has a lot of issues. You know, if you've been to LA, you know how it is. But when you're doing your job and when you can focus on your stuff, you can make a good. You know, you can make a good living there and do stuff. But also, a lot of people have a lot of problems there and drugs, traffics, and homeless people on the streets everywhere. Like that was crazy. But that was my best trip man like i'm looking forward i supposed to go to america 2022 i'm i said to myself like we're gonna go and with the kato crew we with basha i was like yeah let's go every year blading cup and like let's just go there and film and chill let's stay a month and let's do that experience again because that's the that's a really good place i love it and the historical spots are like you know you're just coming there and you don't believe like it's what happened here like, i was like man that's crazy that's super cool super cool feeling that's what i mean it's almost the same feeling like with the crowd on winter class you know shouting to your name yeah yeah, it must, like, yeah you guys went to some famous spots like i watched some of the videos that you and nels put up and you guys went to spots that were in some iconic videos so what that must have been kind of crazy like just rolling up to something being like oh i've seen you know John Hillio skate this or Dustin Latimer or you know whatever that must yeah, be pretty yeah. wild right now in front of my eyes I have this rail from uh, I don't know if it's downtown LA or like some area of LA and that's the white rail curved a little bit not too steep Murda Johnson Mike Murda Johnson was doing all the switch ups there like oh, right. he and oh yeah I know yeah it's on on the left Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, I think if they both like because this is like an entry to something, and they both there. Yeah, we were skating there with Nils on the vlog too. That I did the trick on the rail next to the ledge, and just I think I think I know the one you mean. Because yeah. I just you know I was on this spot and I was like 
so many things was done here. And yeah. This is kind of normal rail. I'm like, yeah, I live it. I do something else, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to be there. Like, it's good to see. It's like, you know, when you are interesting in something, it's not even rollerblading, but when you can see the place where something historical happened there and that's for me historical stuff like the, this crazy switch ups was, was going down there i was like i'm here that's the best that's it's a good feeling man i just want that to, is, yeah that's pretty cool you know um did you go around with any locals or was it just you and nils like when you we were looking actually, for spots me and nils, uh, also usd and then that time there was a gods so I messaged uh, Matthias from Gods. Oh, excuse me. I messaged uh, Matthias uh, like from PowerSlide that we are going. I'm going to America, and if it's possible to to help me a little bit with this or that, like if you have any people who can help me there on the place, because I was like, you know, I just know my guy, but I wasn't supposed to stay with uh, his place in his place like for all the time, but just for few days with Niels because he also have a wife and kids are living in the house so it's you know it's you don't want to go there with a bunch of floral yeah, you, yeah, you, don't, and, you, yeah know, you don't want to like impose on people and so get in the way I ask, yeah. uh, the guys from PowerSlide I asked Matthias and he connected me with Chris Kalkins and Chris Kalkins you know the guy yeah the writer from USD yeah he was the, he was like the USD team manager or something for a while wasn't he, he? yeah yeah i don't know if he's still not even for america i, I don't think something. he is anymore but there was there was a time he was doing distribution or something like that cuz yeah he was doing and, that when i was there that was yeah. the time 2018 for sure and he helped us like he helped us um yeah, he, we were staying in with him all the time. And also we didn't stay in one place, but we were just traveling like, I don't know how much I was there, like three weeks, I think. So two weeks we were traveling around, like we were staying here, Long Beach, Tim Franken's warehouse and session here. The next day somewhere here, the next day Woodward West and the next day somewhere here. You know, it was, he was just, he is the local, lo like not local, local, because also he is from, Oklahoma. I think, from, so I think he's from Las Vegas or something originally. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's it, Oklahoma. Yeah. That's why he's Oki. His nickname is Obi. Uh, Oki. Uh, yeah, that, right. Yeah. And Oklahoma. So basically, not local, but more than my even my friend from Warsaw. And he knows more spots because he's living there longer. And he showed us everything. Like he took us to every single place. And you can tell, hey, Chris, can you show me this spot? And, you know, that guy was doing that trick you know in this video and he was like oh yeah let's go and he was just packing stuff and he didn't have a job at the time he was just working for usd and we were super cool skating me news and chris and my buddy andy which i stayed uh, with him and we were skating every day everywhere like oh, from the morning till the evening you know three sessions <laughs> just break for the dinner break for lunch coffee maybe and just skate 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 uh, it yeah, was perfect. Three weeks, three weeks basically visiting Woodward, Bladen Cup, and loads of famous historical skate spots. That sounds like a good time. That sounds like I want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me jealous. Like, man, you know, I even start to do like uh, this year, the 2020 year, when there was like uh, pandemic starts and everything. I was like, yeah, I want to do something with blading. So I cannot do nothing. So maybe let's just bring my memories, what was happening somewhere. And I start to do my 
YouTube channel. It's nothing special. And now I have like 500 followers or something, but still. It's, it's a very annoying every... YouTube channel because I've tried to watch a couple of the videos and they're all in Polish. How am I meant to watch yes. this? Yes, what I is know. This? And that's what Why I are you excluding me? Stop, ex <laughs> stop excluding non-Polish speakers. I have to exclude you because I'm excluding Polish people with even, you know, Instagram posts. On this English is true, yeah. And that's the kids don't speak Polish to, uh, kids, not every kid speaks English to, yeah. you know, the best. So these vlogs on my YouTube is more like just for the kids and for the people in Poland, which they want to see what was happening on Feast This and Feast That. And uh, yeah, that was kind of like this. So no, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll let you away with that then. But I was yeah I was thinking about it last week when now I'm gonna have to learn Polish. That's not that's not fun. Every Thursday I'm posting the video and I was like, let's just maybe do the subtitles or something. But still, subtitles are not the same. You know, I, I know how it works. Yeah. yeah, I know how it works. But maybe I will do some. I I have some ideas, but let me just you know fix. Like, let me sort it out. But about YouTube, I see in the best think like two days ago or something joe atkinson starts to do about the historical spots when we're talking about historical yeah. spots he started to do the blade tourism which is super cool i was having this idea to make to show the the kids which are skating in poland right now like what was happening in poland 20 years ago on blading do you even know that kids and i will just do something but right now that would, yeah that would be really cool yeah because you could just you know, go about like yeah talk to the pros like from back in the days and show them like what's happening what was what was like that what was the uh, to be sponsored in the days before like how is this working and how was the industry working because now people are thinking like if you don't have too many followers on instagram you are not like kids i'm not saying yeah. we but kids are watching these numbers and we are like and I can say that I have more than John Bolino, for example, or somebody like Kelso Brothers. And I'm like, but man, I was watching them from the beginning. Like, kids, it's you, weird how you that cannot... works. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm explaining to the kids in my classes, like, because they say, yeah, but you have uh, even more than this guy. And I'm like, but this is nothing, you know, yeah. this is. Yeah, but this, this, this guy's nothing. got like 30 video sections and has had like 10 pro skates. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. The numbers, the numbers don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I it just of. shows that some people are really good at social media and some people yeah. don't or just don't care that much about for real you can like but these times when you of course you, if you're a pro you should skate good but also you should you know promote yourself a little bit here and there you can you should have you should work you should you know do stuff different than all these yeah skates, that's true know, yeah yeah, yeah. In, in the so, age, yeah. we, but I know about. I'm not saying anything bad if for sure about Bolino is like one of the best skaters. But he was not just on the scene. He went like out. He didn't. He he have a break. So now he came back and he's gonna earn it in probably next two months. He's gonna have more than me. But you know, I'm just uh, I'm just trying to tell the kids that this is not the most important thing. But yeah. because some of them even have more than me already. Like I'm, I'm say, there's, I'm, yeah, there's probably some kids with like viral videos that have got like yeah, ten, twenty thousand followers or something. Yeah. 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 I'm just trying, you know, for me and my Instagram, I'm just trying to make this also um like cool looking. I want to post only footage like good stuff there and I want to earn ten thousand subscribers just to 
do this swipe up stuff for for the YouTube. So oh yeah, just, so you can so you can gonna, link the videos. Just, yeah, yeah, you can link the video. It helps a lot with the promotion marketing, but but right now I'm just you know I'm caring about that, but it's not the most important. You know, I even turn off oh, like for me and my social media. Actually, I'm planning to delete Facebook because I just you know I'm just. I don't need it too much. Maybe I will leave the fan page or something like just to post stuff, but I don't need social media to to you know to see the posts from all around the world and the problems and stuff and good stuff and bad stuff. But then I'm thinking, oh, this is good, so I'm bad. And then there's bad stuff happening, and I'm like feeling sad about it. And I'm like, man, I shouldn't care about this. So Facebook is off in my phone. Like all the notifications are off, and only people which are close to me, like they have my number and they can call me. Everything else, I'm like kind of trying to make it like a work, you know. I'm tr trying to not connect it with my like. It's hard, you know. It's hard to split it. Like yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Just have, I just have, post this and I yeah. don't respond to anybody. It's just my business. No, you just have to talk to people. You have to do this. You have to do that. But I'm trying to to not focus on like you know that that much trying to focus on my skating and trying to train a little bit for this new season which is coming but i don't know what's gonna happen like <laughs> yeah i don't be... think i don't think anyone knows what's gonna happen i think that's yeah, yeah. that's the strange part yeah um so, so social media is important these days but you, you also know but you, you know from your private probably experience that kids are overused it you know like not overuse, overdose it like every single time. I'm seeing, I'm sitting on the skate park preparing my stuff uh, to skate a little bit, and there's some kids are sitting on their phones on the skate park. I'm like, should there should be the sign like no phone on the skate <laughs> no park? Phones no, in the park no, yeah. no internet, no internet because phone is okay to film, but you know it's just like, I think it's a big problem for for these days. But oh yeah, definitely yeah. Also, yeah. big help, you know. So it's yeah, it's it's got like everything. It's got positives and negatives. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, I've heard you're also involved in what is it the so you mentioned Roll Fest, which you were at, but and what was the other one? Uh, is it Polish Rolling Championships or Polish Championships? Something like that. Uh, uh, yeah, there was Polish Championships, but I think when talking about some because you said Roll Fest, but I think you're talking about the Baltic Games. Ah, uh, that might be it. Yeah, Baltic games. I was, but yeah, I'm kind of involved in anything what's happening in Poland with roll baiting. I'm trying to be there because not only to compete, but I'm, right now I'm trying to work a little bit. I, last year I was not last year, maybe two years ago, but I was trying to help a little bit with organization of uh, Polish rolling league because. I want to do this like the same rules like on fees, the same judging rules like on fees and connect it like for example Polish Rolling League, like top three people can be qualified to to some fees event like amateurs to amateurs, pros to pros, girls to girls. I was trying to do it, then you know there's not too many competitions and stuff, but uh, but yeah, I was involved and then I think you were talking about that one, the Baltic Games, which I invite uh, the pros from around the world, like basically from FIS, FIS guys, uh, because that was a big skate park and uh, there was like an organization, Baltic Games, and they organizing the festival of extreme sports every year. And um, they doing it 
they was doing it with roll baiting, but then in 2011 or 10, they said, yeah, you cannot be here because Monster Advance is the main sponsor and you have to pay 25,000 slotters, which is like, I don't know, 6,000 euros or something like that, just to be in, just to be in and also pay for our prices and for stuff. So we were like, my, yeah, that's nuts, because that was yeah. the, I was in touch with the guy who was organizing this with them. And I was like, they, no, for real, for real. And they were like, yeah, yeah, that's the main sponsor and everything. So they kick us out. We were doing well. We were just having our own competitions. Everything was good. And then two years ago, yeah, that was 2019, they asked me if I want to do Baltic Games, like, you know, the big, biggest extreme sports festival in Poland again with rollerblading and I'm like oh you guys want rollerblading again yeah? yeah and I told them straight away to the boss like I can help you we can do something because that was a mission for me like I can get some money also that was like a good for promoting the sports you know because there's like fucking hundred thousand people on the concerts on the on the show it's like fees it's like that, maybe not 100,000, but like I said, 20,000 at least. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people. They're there. There's a concert. There's like three days festival. So it's good for us. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I will help you. I will help you. Let's do it. And uh, yeah, I just message all the guys, which I know, which they're good for skate park. I, for example, uh, first of all, I asked for the budget. How is this? How we, how we can do it? And the price money wasn't too good, but yeah, they paid for the flights and for stuff. Actually, everybody was in Europe that time because that was the summertime. So everybody is here and there, you know how it is. Like all the bladers was like, it, yeah, I organized it basically in like one week. Everybody was already known that they are coming and everybody was super cool with that. So for sure, I invite Joe, like CJ, um, the guy from Holland, Eric, um, skate park riders, some street riders. I asked the, I asked Niels, but he couldn't come, so he asked somebody else from Latvia. And Tom Skraskowski come, my friend. They, he didn't skate. He does. He did something with his leg on the party, but uh, he, he didn't skate. So. I was, a little bit not pissed off but i'm like oh man i'm inviting people paying for the flights and they don't skate <laughs> only like four of them was skating or something but then it was good time good festival it was big event and everybody was super happy and the party was cool so it's just positive i think i didn't focus on the negatives but there was a lot of negatives like oh, the skate park wasn't on the concrete floor there was like a like a square cubes, you know, like the cubes when you're going around. You, oh, you yeah, never, blocks, America, yeah. Is only concrete, yeah. perfect concrete. And Europe have a lot of these cubes everywhere. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of like this ground and everybody was like, what's happening here? What is this? Like, but yeah, it was cool. It was cool. That must have affected skateboarders even more because the skateboarders skateboard over it would just be like, dun, 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 dun. No, skateboarders have a different skate park, ah, like right, okay. uh, really small obstacles on the side. And this is, and we are with the BMX case, like on fees. It's right, different yeah. skate park for skateboard and street. And then BMX and blades are on the same, which is, yeah. I don't know if it's good, but 
Well, uh, I still cannot do it properly because I'm trying to learn on the big obstacles and stuff. But yeah, it's 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 for example for, for sure it's a good way to 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 show it because you know if somebody is going the thing is if you're going good on this park like Joe Atkins or CJ or like the French guys then it looks good. But when I came first for the fees Montpellier when it was 2016. I couldn't even go down from the rolling uh, when I was standing up. I just sit on the rolling. I was like, this is too huge, man. This, this I, is huge. <laughs> I was like, a, you know, vert wall, like five meters long. I'm like, I'm going to fall down. Like when I just roll there, I'm going to fall straight on my face. It's not possible. To, to yeah. Something some else of, to some of those ramps look really big. Yeah. So I'm just, yeah. Well, yeah, I like it. I like it. I think it's a good way. But this is not only, this is not, also for everybody and this is not only one you know piece of like one yeah there's, uh, there's lots of different types of skating yeah 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 that's my point and, and everybody should find their own but that's kind of interesting stuff like sport and you know this 50 second run competing with different people and that's you know it, it's different when somebody likes it it's good okay but when so, I was talking about it with Bobby, for example, he didn't like this. Like he said, this is big skate park. We cannot show the rollerblading how it is. And I kind of prove, you know, I can approve that because this is kind of like that because we have the biggest obstacles. Nobody cares. The copings are even sometimes like not for us, but for BMXers, they don't care that the coping is a little bit smashed, you know? Yeah. And we... We have to have everything perfect. We cannot grind there and stuff. And rollerblading is like, you know, it's different. So it's just yeah. for the people who wants it and who likes it. That's I what I mean. That's like it. you can you can enjoy park skating or you can enjoy skating ledge stuff or you can. There's there's something for everyone. Yeah. Yes, of course. That's it. That's it. Um, for someone, right? So. <laughs> At the start of our conversation, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do any of the business stuff. I just want to skate. And then throughout the conversation, you've just told me all this other stuff that you do that is not skating. So organizing events, teaching kids, like managing social media. Like you say you don't like the business stuff, but you're involved in a lot of different aspects of blading. Mm, now it seems like I'm... Um... You know, I'm joking with you. <laughs> no, it's just like, um, man, I would love, maybe right now, I don't know. I'm, I'm just growing up and I'm 27 right now. I'm trying to think where where should I go? Like, should, like I kind of know what to do. But the thing is, I was super excited to skate and, you know, to get a little bit money from girls. And like you said, just to skate. But then... It wasn't enough, so I have to be in the business. I have to do this and that and this yeah. and that to be to living good to to go to, for example, America, like we talked before. And it's just you have to do a lot of stuff which you don't even sometimes like to do. I think know? that's yeah. All skaters that are trying to just kind of get by in blading realize that it's not just enough to skate anymore. You have to do these other things. Like you have to set up YouTube channels or you have to do like social media stuff or you have to, you know, get involved in like, I don't know, like Josh, like Josh with blading camps and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you have, you have to come up with new, interesting, unique ways to make money because you're not just going to get it from one place. You have to get it from lots of different places in order for it to yeah. add up to be enough to survive. So, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of the answer for for your question. But 
Um, also, I was watching the Jump Street podcast lately with Eric Bailey, and he also said like there was one point where he just, you know, you can kill yourself for three hundred bucks. Yeah. Every month, but Billy said that, or I don't know if Eric or Billy yeah, said that. Yeah, like Eric, know, Eric said, yeah, he was he was getting hurt. He was he was getting beaten up quite a lot, filming sections and skating comps, yeah. and then he was looking at how much money he was getting paid, and he's like, "I'm getting really hurt here for n- no no financial it, rewards." Yeah, that it's sucks. It's still like that. It's still like that. So I'm trying to organize my stuff and to after the blading kind of career, if you can say that, um, to be, you know, well going like to have well going life and just to go to holidays with my fiance to build the house. For I have the dream to build the house with my bowl and invite everybody there to skate and everything. That's my goal for the next 10 years. So I think that's, I think that's every skater's dream. Yeah. To have their, their own place with yeah some kind of skate obstacle in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. how, like how well do the lessons do? Do you do them a lot or how does that work? Is it like an after school thing or a skate park or how does, how do the lessons that you do work? For right now, with the pandemic stuff, well, yeah, like I mean, like when up. when there's not an you know international was, virus taking no, over, yeah, when there was no problems. It was like, for example, during the summertime, I teach in one school, like a few kilometers from my city. Two classes, one and a half hour break, and one and a half hour, and then one free skate class on the streets when it's summertime, one aggressive class on the skate parks. And um, yeah, I basically teach like three, maximum four groups. And basically it's every day, but it's every day, you know, two hours or something. So it's not every day, eight hours, you know, it's, you can do it like that and you can you can do it like that, like a business, but I was doing more, more to to skate, to to show. Also, I was trying to make this um, lessons to show the kids that this is different than they, just to show them how it works on the, for example, big competitions, like to, to, to give them the experience, like they what they should think about on the comps, what they should know, think about what they should prepare before, what how they should, you know. And for example, all last year I was doing the, when there was a competition, a few days before we went to the park with the group of young players and, and I kind of helped them to create the line. I wasn't, of course, giving them the tricks, but I was giving them the idea how to think about the park differently than I'm coming to the skate park and there's a lot of good players. Oh no, I'm, I'm the worst. You know how it is when you're a kid. It, sometimes you think like that. And then I was like, yeah, just come and chill and don't care about nothing. You just have to be friends with everybody because that's the sport, but that's the sport and competition. But we are also here to, with our pleasure and we have friends and this is not like we hate each other. So behave good and, you know, trying to explain them all the stuff. And I think that's working. That's good. And a lot of kids are competing here and they have, I think they're going to go to feast soon, like next that's- year. Yeah, that's quite interesting because no one, no one, there's lots of things about bleeding that just no one ever tells you. You're just meant to figure it out on your own. Yeah, and, of course. And, and competitions is one of those things. Like no one tells you how to win it or how to like do well. You're just, you're just meant to like understand what the judges want, but no one tells you what the judges want. 
So you, yeah. get, you get certain skaters that just go, I'm just going to do the biggest, hardest trick I can do over and over and over yeah. again. Or you get someone and else. It's not working. Yeah. Or you get someone that's like, I'm going to try and do as many tricks as I can. And then, but then that, I think that is quite cool. If you teach kids like, oh, this is, you know, these are the kind of things that make you do well in competitions. That's, yeah. I think that's quite yeah. interesting. I like it too. Like, I like to give them the experience and to share it with, like, oh, you know, it's not going to be like they're not going to make mistakes because everybody is learning on their own mistakes. Yeah. But uh, you, even me, I have the older friends when I was younger, they were telling me, like, don't do this, don't do that. Oh, for example, about party or something. And then I'm like, yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, old man, what you do? I'll do what I want. I'm going yeah. to do what I want to do, and that's it. And I know kids are like that too. So I'm just trying to be super nice and trying to be friends with them and just not to be like a teacher, like, oh, you don't do this, Tell you don't do off. that. Yeah, yeah. And you have to be like that. No, no, no. It's just rollerblading. We have fun and we come to have fun and to love each other and to skate with everybody and to meet people around the world and to just enjoy the life even more, you know? Because now these days when I'm like close, pandemic is going on and everything, I'm like, when I'm going to skate these two hours, sometimes I'm like super happy on the skates, you know, I'm just skating and I'm like, oh man, it's like, it's like surfers where they go to, to serve the wave, like they don't care about anything, you know, you know, this, you are in the zone and you're I, I just, know what you mean. Yeah. Your outside world is not interesting and you are on, in your own zone. So I'm just trying to, you know, uh, to, to show this to kids, like this is fun. This is not like training and everything this is fun and pure love yeah. <laughs> skating and yeah this just kind of stuff yeah help them enjoy it yeah i know what you mean um so i've asked you so many questions already but i've only got one more left what are what, yeah, what are your what are your plans for the future what have you have you got any other new projects that you're working on or anywhere you're going to hopefully go if coronavirus you know if things work out with the vaccine and stuff like that yeah, so for now, I was actually, I'm planning to do the feast this year. Like, I want to do all the stops. Have they, uh, so was, are they, are they going to try and hold events this so year? So, basically, I was in touch. I am in touch with the the, organiz- the main guy from the feast, Johan. Yeah. And Johan told me that it should happen. The uh, Hiroshima is the first one, and it should happen at the end of the March. But he said, like, he is not super, super sure, you know? And I know he's just a guy who's organizing stuff and he's not from the government and nobody is sure what's gonna happen. So, you know, in Poland, also with the politics and stuff what's going on here, it's like they're changing the law every three days, something new is coming, like here's something, you can do this, you cannot do that. And then events are okay, but not events like that. And the church is okay, but not not here, you know? It's just, so I'm like, yeah, let's wait. I'm trying to, to just plan the thing like it's supposed to be normal. But if it's not gonna be competitions and like, there is gonna be something for sure, but I don't know if this is gonna be this big trips, you know, like big, crowd in Hiroshima or, or, you know, the festivals. I'm not sure if it, this stuff going to happen. I think maybe more is like, like 15 invited riders, no crowds. And it's going to be, you know, just, a, it's like football right, right now it's happening and a lot of sports. Yeah. 
I'm scared about that a little bit because also people are, you know, no, when somebody is organizing a competition or something, it's not like big festival like this. It's not only about competition, but also the guy probably, not the Johan who is organizer, but the main boss probably who want to make some money on that because oh, that's, yeah, he needs profit, yeah. you know, and then people not coming. So people not buying fish t-shirt, people not buying food on the area of the festival, people not buying beers, people not buying anything. So it's not, you know, it's not working. How yeah, it should, doesn't you know? make sense financially. Yeah. It doesn't make sense financially. And then who knows what's going to happen. But now I think we, I think we're going to go forward right now, but I don't know how long it's going to take. That's the problem. I think we're just going to go forward and forward and everything is going to go better, but I don't know how much long. But my plans are to do fees. I would love to do fees. And uh, I want to... Right now, I'm filming my promo for the new Aeons. It's not kind of promo. It's just more like a profile during the winter crazy days. Also, like like a a street section. Yeah, yeah. Street section on this new, new skates. That's my plan. And yeah, let's see if the fee is going to happen. If not, I don't know. But Polish competitions are happening. Oh, that's what I know already. But also, we don't know if the crowd going to be here or no. But the Polish, uh, Polish, how can I say, the Polish Rollerblading Federation, they are organizing that and they are like taking care about it already. So, right. so I think we're going forward. All right. So and nice that's the plan. Going. Just to skate and enjoy, you know. Cool. That's the most important thing. Um, have you got a have you got a timeline for when you're hoping to have your new street section finished? You get... No, 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 no. I don't really know. I just, just start to yeah, I just just start to answer it, it, actually this week I have to just sit and plan more spots and plan how it's gonna look and everything because mostly I don't know how anybody else are like filming the section, but mostly when I have the cameraman who is going with me, I have everything written down. Sometimes not the tricks, but you know the spot yeah, and the, what's, the places you want to go. You know, yeah, it's just just it's making easier the job, you know. And like it's just coming from one to second, and so I have to sit and prepare more and prepare my stuff for the profile, and then I can let you know when it's gonna be All right. happening because now it can be like you know month, two months, probably something like that. Cool. Well, looking forward to. It. I hope fees goes ahead and you get to go. And uh, yeah. Can't wait to see you come out with next. Knowing you, there's going to be more USD promos at, at some point in the future because you seem to be really productive with that. But yeah, hope you have a good 2021. Thanks for taking Thank the time to do it. Thank you for the conversation, yeah, man. It was good to see you. And yeah, probably see you on the Winter Clash app, yeah? Hope, <laughs> or yeah, hopefully in person at the next Winter Clash, not this one, but yeah. Yeah. No, this one, this one in the app. We're gonna see each other in the app. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be a weird experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's we'll, different. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, speak soon. Thank you very much. Have a great day, evening, whatever you have. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye.